We welcome Amanda Shaker to the show. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us because I can't imagine what a difficult it is, uh, just, just a difficult thing for you to talk about, but you do it in hopes that other parents don't have to go through what you have been through. So right off the bat, I'm so sorry. And if I had any power in this world, I would have changed the outcome for your child. But thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And that's, that's exactly, that's exactly why we do this. Um, so it is no parent. We don't want any parent to be in this position and uh, to experience what uh, our family has been through. And I think we just do whatever we can so that there's a better outcome um, and at least some hope for, you know, future families who might be facing this, you know, really terrible diagnosis. So tell us about Owen. Yeah, he's, he was, and I know everyone says this, but I, but uh, he was really, he was, he was the best. So he was a very typical five-year-old boy. He uh, was acted like a ninja. That's what he wanted to be when he grew up. He played soccer. He loved what kindergarten um, was bringing to him and all of the new friends and um, you know, he was incredibly rambunctious and liked to wrestle. And I think the the best parts about him is that he was kind and empathetic. And even before he got diagnosed, um, you know, parents we didn't even hadn't even met yet would reach out to say our kiddo was having a hard time at school today, and we wanted to let you know that Owen reached out to him. Or a lot of people said, you know, what my my kiddo is saying that Owen is his best friend, and that's that's all you can hope for as a parent, right? That. That, that you raised a nice, kind mm-hmm. child, and he was incredibly funny, uh, very quick-witted. Uh, he was just—he was just the best. Owen was five years old when he was diagnosed with a rare pediatric brain cancer, and that disease took his life. And his mm-hmm. mom is joining us on WGN's Chicago's Afternoon News. Um, to talk about brain tissue donation and how important it is. So when when he started having some issues, you thought maybe it was related to COVID, like just the being isolated? Yeah, well, there was so much weird stuff going on, right? So it, it was early April of 2020, and his eyes were kind of crossing, and he was running into walls, and we're trying to navigate working from home, and now all the kids are here, and he's trying to do kindergarten on an iPad, which was challenging. And so we just thought that it was this kind of change in environment and having more screen time than usual. And then we noticed, uh, besides all of the bizarre kind of like running into walls and tripping, um, his left side was kind of drooping a little bit, and his left eye was crossing. Um and so we reached out to our pediatrician, and they didn't think much of it at the time. And then that Easter Sunday, he scooted, you know, a few, a few blocks to my parents' house. And then that next Tuesday, he couldn't even stand. Um, and then we were diagnosed that Friday, so uh, April 17th of 2020. A day you never forget. Uh, what is DIPG? Yeah. Can you tell me what that is? Yep, absolutely. So it it stands for diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, and it is a, um, a uh, it's a cancer that starts in the pons, and it's diffuse. They call it diffuse because if you think the best way to describe it is if you think of like a granite countertop, how it all kind of marbleizes, and so that's really how it impacts the brain. Um, and so you can't perform surgery. We did radiation to try to relieve some of his symptoms. Um, we did not get, uh, some kiddos get some relief from that. We, we unfortunately did not. And so it just really starts to impact 
um, talking, walking, kind of basic functions, right? Being able to use the restroom, being able to raise his body, uh, raise his arms, pieces like that. Um, and it, it, he deteriorated pretty, pretty rapidly. So on, on average, uh, a kiddo who's diagnosed with DIPG will um, last about nine to 11 months and Owen uh, lasted uh, five and a half months. And when you are diagnosed with this or your child is diagnosed, the survival rate is zero. I can't imagine how horrifying it is to hear that news. So let's talk about why you are passionate about donating tissue and how it mm-hmm. will impact children like Owen in the future. Sure. So I, I think, you know, it, it, it is a real punch in the gut when you get a diagnosis like this and then it's it's just a pure knockout when there are no paths forward. So all the clinical trials are in phase one. So they're less, they're uh, testing the level of toxicity that your kiddo can take, which is, it puts parents in a really tough spot because you know that in, in reality, them. it's, yeah, and, and they're not going to benefit from it. it. It could actually make their life even shorter. So uh, we decided to not do a clinical trial and, and the reason that everything is in phase one, I mean, this is the same cancer that Neil Armstrong's daughter had. And, and then the treatment is the exact same. Hmm. So the fact that there has been no progress is incredibly discouraging. And it puts parents in this tricky spot where if, you know, the 4% of government funding goes to childhood cancer, a sliver of that goes to brain tumor research, which is the most deadly uh, pediatric cancer. So the best way that they can, that researchers can learn about it, because also their their you know their end size is is, is smaller than um, some of the other cancers out there, like a blood cancer, for example. So we donated through um, what's called Gift from a Child, and they share across institutions, um, so that there is that collaboration, so that everyone can be learning about kiddos and how this disease um, is really infiltrating the brain. Owen was, pre- when he passed away, his tumor, so on paper, his MRIs looked incredibly positive. His, his tumor was 85% smaller than when we first come in in April of 2020. Um, he should have been presenting himself um, in a much more positive way, yet he could not speak, he could not swallow he could not walk. He couldn't sit up on, in a couch. Um, so this is really a way for the leading minds across the world, and, and you know, especially within this country, to mm-hmm. um, be learning from each other and and other kiddos who who have this awful disease. So there's a foundation called the Swifty Foundation. Lurie Children's Hospital mm-hmm. is one of four centers in the U.S. that arranges for the difficult logistics of brain tissue donation, and then the tissue is shared, and it's dedicated to pediatric brain cancer research. As you know, you're speaking to 99.9% of people who will never be faced with this decision. But if there is a parent who in the future is faced with this, what would you say to them? We've got about 30 seconds left when it comes to being strong enough after going through that to donate their child's brain tissue. Yeah, and it's a very hard decision, and and they need the tissue very, very immediately. So you have to make the decision when you know when your child is still alive, and and that's not a that's not a topic that you want to be discussing. Those aren't papers that you want to be signing. 
Um, and it's really hard. And, and I think that it's just important to remember the difficult journey that you were on and how you just wish to have more hope for future parents who are facing this. And so I know it is incredibly difficult and it is a very awkward conversation when the doctors try to bring it up to you. Um, but the, the whole purpose is power in numbers and collaboration and sharing so that, so that kids have hope. And that's, and that's really it. And that means families have hope and siblings and cousins have hope that they don't lose, you know, their loved one. And it's very, very hard, but it's a very powerful gift that that we can give to the future of science and the future of, you know, mm-hmm. kiddos and families who are facing this. Amanda, thank you for honoring your son's memory by fighting so passionately for this cause. And I think it brings up a whole bigger conversation about donation of all types. So thank you for being on Chicago's yeah. Afternoon News. And again, my sincerest condolences. Thank, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you bringing awareness to this. Thank you so much. Lauren has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.